What's going on, everybody? Thursday, January 27th, rounding out the last couple of days in January. Got a few left. Today, we're talking Tesla. We're talking hiring. We're talking NFTs. We got a whole show ready to go for you. Everywhere I go, get a little bouncing. People really want to know who I is yeah. and who I be. They stop and stare when they see me. For all those people that get the first 30 seconds and get the like, okay, I'm almost into this thing like us, like we both sway during it, right? And then it's like hard bounce, right? And for all those listening on the on the podcast, you don't get the first 30 seconds. We apologize. But if you ever want to watch it live, you can get that little like smooth into your day. It really puts we'll you in the mood. Out. It's kind of therapeutic for me. Right. When, right. <laughs> what I was like curating the music, like, what are we going to do for the white music that people hear every day when they tune into the live stream? And I was just like, how do you feel if you go into a nice spa, like you get a little aromatherapy, right? It's yeah. kind of like that version, like, because we, we hit the office <laughs> running hard in the morning, everybody. Like every morning we have a set meeting, we get together, we start throwing in articles. Hey, what did you see? What did you see? You know, we talk about maybe like the night, little family stuff, but we're like, full amped and in it answering the morning emails right getting things out while we're building the show for 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 you today and uh and then it's like all right danielle open Streamyard, we're ready to rock and then like we get this 30 seconds of this great chill music just like it really ah, does put right? me in the zone <laughs> thank you nathan the music is on point you need a full playlist funny you should mention that <laughs> we're gonna give nathan a yes. segue oh Segway. Time. Oh, a little slow on my trigger pads. But speaking, speaking of playlists, we are building a Spotify playlist that is going to be one that you want to have on repeat. And we might actually, as we're building out our swag offerings, if you get like a t-shirt or a hat or something, you might get a little special QR code with a little bit of a special playlist. Just saying. We're yeah. building a little retail surprise and delight in the automotive state of the union. But let's get into some of the things that we think are interesting and we think you might find inter interesting. The first one I want to talk about is the Super Bowl ticket one. We have some automotive stuff. We have some hiring stuff. I love it. But so the super, you buy a Super Bowl ticket this year and guess what you get? An NFT, a non-fungible token on the blockchain forever and ever to prove that you had a Super Bowl ticket this year. And this is the first year they're doing it. Um, you know, Super Bowl tickets, I'm sure if we looked on eBay, you can probably buy Super Bowl tickets from past Super Bowls, right? And, um, you know, they're probably worth something. But the NFT is the first thing that will exist forever and allow you to right. trade it. And if you didn't understand this, say I get a Super Bowl ticket NFT and I hold on to it, it becomes worth like $1,000. I can actually build into it that, oh, wait, the Super Bowl, actually, they're going to get money when these are transacted. The yeah, way it works. Definitely. So the NFL issues this Super Bowl ticket, and then every time it's sold on the secondary market, they actually get a percentage of the sale. Like, so this is actually right. a revenue stream for them now. But how cool is it that? Is. I mean, Kyle, if the Bengals make it to the Super Bowl, I was, say, I was saying today, I was like, how much does a Super Bowl ticket cost? And it might even be worth it to buy one, even if you can't go, just because you have the NFT. Uh, yeah, but if I'm going to buy it, like tickets to LA right now are so cheap still. <laughs> right. Like, You're like, how if, am if I I'm not going to go? <laughs> if I'm going to spend the $1,502 grand to get to add for the ticket I'm to buying LA, a $300 you plane ticket. I'm spending the <laughs> ticket. Yes, absolutely. Like, I know someone out there that can put me up and I don't need a hotel or anything like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so. Yeah, for, for sure. I think it'd be a lot of fun. But, oh, man, if the Bengals get to the Super Bowl. I'm a Bengals fan. We, I don't we talked know. about this. As an Eagles fan, like <laughs> I know what Bengals it's like fan. to lose. I'm a Bengals fan. Like we're all, last right. last week was the determining factor for me. Um, 
I'm a Bengals fan, like through and through. And so is Nathan, I think, actually, who's who's chimes in on the call because he's an Eagles fan too, I know. Yeah. And we just have a have exactly. a heart for the people that are used to losing. You know you what I'm know, saying? I think I'm I'm just gonna throw this out there. I think like nationally, the Bengals have to be absolutely the, like, Every, if you don't have a unsung team, hero this year. If you don't year, have right? a team, you're an underdog team. That's just bring how it everybody. Goes. Let's go. Yeah. Well, we got one week to get through, one week to get through. And then maybe I know, we'll, we got we'll, a tough week. We got a tough week. <laughs> it's always a tough week. It's always a tough week. Oh, hold on. Nathan asked a question. Do you think part of this is because everyone's moving to digital tickets so you can add value by giving an NFT? Um, yeah, absolutely. This actually isn't I, the first time the NFL's done this. They've been issuing right. NFTs yeah. for tickets, um, I think, what since November. Is that what it is? Um, so they distributed yeah, I, I a number of exactly. tickets already if you bought it through like StubHub or Ticketmaster, just so the digital distribution. This is just a super high profile one, and this is going to be the one. Well, that- that's what – I mean, you think about like we did the Po app for the year-end extravaganza. It's a very similar idea, although this one has a lot – a different level to it, right? Yeah. Right? It's it's like, yeah, we used to have a ticket stub that you would hang up on the wall, right? Your, your Bengals won the, the right. Super Bowl. You were there. It's in your man Throw cave. Throw it in a plaque, right? Yeah. Put the whole thing. It's in the man cave. I was there. It's the proof point. Yep. So this is the new proof point, right? But yeah. it has a revenue ge- generation capacity. Oh, but it's right? also got bragging rights because the way it's going to work is you're going to yep. have a public crypto wallet that is going to have the one, things that you want to display to people. So almost like a social profile, right. but it's verifiable. So instead of like you clicking into my, sure. my you know, Instagram profile or something, and I'm going to tell you about how great I am or the cool stuff that I've done, right? Because that's what people yeah. do. You're just going to log in and be like, oh, what's this guy into? And you're like, oh, man, he's got a, he's got the Super Bowl ticket from the Bengals. And if I'm a Bengals yeah. fan, guess what? And We're all of a sudden connected. like Because it's all about community. The bottom line is it's yeah. all about community. Well, and think about when all those crypto wallets get somehow integrated with your social profiles, oh, right? Oh, yes. And so it's like, it's yeah, because you know that's coming. So then it's like, boom, 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 boom. I see what's what exactly is going on, right? Um, when we go hang yeah, out with Bob Lanham really in, cool. in the metaverse, really cool. right? It will be. Hang out. We'll be walking around the Oculus. metaverse, right? In our little Knocking down stuff on your, on your... <laughs> <laughs> no legs. <laughs> Just floating. <laughs> Everything I see in the metaverse has no legs right now. What like, is up with that? It's like walking, everybody forgot to make the legs. Hey, if I could choose to walk <laughs> or float in real life, I'd float. It's just how it right. is. No doubt. Um, there you go. Another great article that came up is uh, let's let's do Tesla first, and then we'll do the the hiring. Just to make sure, I want to end yeah. on the higher one. Uh, Tesla, Tile. What did Tesla come up with yesterday? Because <laughs> they ended wow, their their fiscal I, year right. They gave their Q four report. Yeah, they gave their Q4 report, and if it was any, if there was any doubt, it was all subsided yesterday when they announced a year-over-year Q4 growth of 290% in a microchip shortage, in like, I mean, just everything that's going on in the world, like they did it in Q4, um, $2.4 billion in profit, just some insane numbers, and you think about you know, they've been now, what, two years running profitable yep. and to have that level of increase still. Right. And we think about some of the companies that are similar to them, that the time that it took to, to get to profitability and then move that profit, move the profitability n- number was a lot longer than what they've experienced. And oh, yeah. so um, you said when, when I called you this morning, you said, uh, sounds kind of stable, huh? <laughs> yeah, sounds a lot and, like stability. I think so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but I mean, the, so a couple other points from their announcement: they pushed the Cybertruck to twenty twenty three, 
And the reasoning for that is, hey, we're trying to maximize. The, they said there's a lot of new technology in the Cybertruck that they haven't even really talked right. about. And they said, you know, with the supplies that we have, we were making decisions that are not going to, that increase output, not limit output. So we're not introducing any right. new models until we're sure that they're actually increase our overall output, which makes very logical sense um, for people wow. looking forward to seeing and feeling what that Cybertruck is actually like. Uh, you know, I it's call actually, it's a vehicle from Halo 1. Yes, what it's from. that's actually that's absolutely <laughs> it. I was like, if DeLorean meets a Mars rover and they had a fling, uh, you'd get a Cybertruck, right? And that's exactly what right. it looks like. So we won't see that till at least 2023. They also said, um, you know, they're not working on a low-cost model. So they're not what people were calling, like, dubbing it the Model 2, right? Saying, like, oh, if they release right. something for 25 grand, they're not doing that. Um, you know, they are working on the other projects in the back, but they're just going to keep, keep doing their thing. Uh, meanwhile, right? Traditional OEMs, like we have 30 new EV models hitting next year or this year. So, I mean, it's going to be really fun to watch to see how traditional OEMs just really, I think, are going to make up a lot of ground this year. Um, yes. You know, and we'll see how the market reacts. You know, we just we just don't yeah. know. Um, EV adoption is you know, different. Speaking speaking of like EV, I was on a, a call um, with some Ford Direct reps the other day talking about the education around EV. Mm -hmm. And we've actually got a, a dealer partner that we work with that that is also looking to do this in in their community in like answering the questions around this. Right? Everyone's like, oh, there's the big stuff that Tesla's doing. Oh, yeah, we've got thirty new, but. Um, one of the, one of the, uh, kind of key takeaways that I took out of that was, um, that people search for things like MPGE. So miles per gallon electric, which is not even a term in EV. So, uh, right. Reconciling from a, what, right, from a consumer's mindset, you're like, right. how many miles per gallon do I get on electric? Yeah. <laughs> it's yep. just very, yeah. So just like educating at a dealer level at both the employee and the community around you, what's coming with EV huge opportunity is, is a way to like be the central source of truth instead of, you know, automotive news or CNN or CNBC or any of these being the central source of truth for consumers. There's a lot more questions than just how much money did they make? It's like, how does this even, how do I engage with this in, in a personality or lifestyle or, you know, day-to-day -day driver? So, um, just like knowing that all this is coming, be a resource. We should just be a resource as automotive state of the union. There you go. <laughs> like, why don't, why don't we just do that? <laughs> we should do that. Right. All the maybe, articles. Maybe we you will. Share them later. Maybe we will. Um, <laughs> you know, I had a little first person experience with this. One of uh, an account strategist on Congruent. Um, he's got uh, the e-golf. Basically, it's a, it's a VW golf. With, oh, yeah. But the VW. EV. And I was like, so how's your car? I was talking just yesterday. He's like freezing. I was like, what? What do you mean freezing? Huh. He, and he's like, well, he goes, I have about 80 miles of, he's like, this car has the smallest battery in it. I have 80 miles um, of driving to do every day between, you know, dropping my daughter off at school, doing this, taking her to practice. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's you know. Wow. And he said, and when it's really, really cold, and I sent you a picture, Kyle, yesterday morning of my drive-in, it was minus seven right. in Syracuse. He's like, when it's really cold, he's like, the battery sucks. This car has the lowest battery. He's like, so either I can charge in the middle of the day, which I really can't do, he said, mm. or I have to choose range or heat. I was like, wow. wow. And you know how he ended that conversation? He said, I would still never make another purchasing decision. This is the best purchasing decision for a car I've ever made. Really? Dude, wow. freeze and drive around Syracuse. And he's just like, I enjoy the experience <laughs> so much. Yeah, but I mean, because the range on that is probably like 180 miles or something like that. 
right? It's a grocery right. getter. And so, um, yeah, so a little bit of a first-person consumer feedback, willing to be cold because he's got his EV. That wouldn't be bad. Right. But, but wow. hey, who gets to wow. pick what consumers do? Nobody. Consumers go and do what consumers go and do. Um, That's right. uh, One great thing to talk about, we're going to try to bring it down uh, and talk about dealership life a little bit more on the show. And uh, we we came across a great article in Automotive News about um, um, a Hyundai dealership in Los Angeles hiring people from outside automotive and finding great success. This sounds like a really familiar play, Kyle. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, we, we've heard of a lot of dealers. I love the automotive news picked this up, right? Because automotive news is full of a lot of like bit large industry trends, but to see them picking up something like a hiring and, and, and trend on that, on that level is really cool. Uh, but you know, we've seen this, the, the, the stores that I worked for, uh, almost, almost 100% of their employees over the past, uh, three years have come from outside automotive. Right. And so it's, it's actually, it's something that we're seeing a lot more of. And what I'm really excited about is not just, uh, you know, we can give people, you know, a new, a new capacity for career growth or anything like that. It's that, um, you know, just thinking outside the box on like who can have the capacity to do the jobs that we typically thought needed to be a certain subset of people. Right. Mm -hmm. And if we train and groom and, and, and encourage in the right way that the trajectory is a lot higher and especially with labor shortages and, you know, the, the kind of traditional model of doing things starting to move away. This is a, it's a massive opportunity. And, um, and I love the, the, the end of, uh, the general manager there, uh, Kevin Grant said, let's start hiring for personality. Right. Yeah. He said, we're going to stop looking at resumes and stop looking for car people. And we're going to start looking for personality. Right. And that's, that's a huge deal. It's, um, you know, we have a, another general manager friend that says, you know, I, I want to hire happy people because I can train the rest. Happy people make people happy. So, uh, I, I think it's a, I think it's a, a play that everybody should be looking to do and looking all around different industries. You know, I had a, uh, conversation with a marketer that was looking for a social media strategist. I was like, go find all the mid-level influencers that are probably skating by, you know, and looking yes. for steady work. Yep. And it's like, they're going to get steady work, insurance, a great culture to be able to live the way they live, continue letting them do the influencer thing, <laughs> right? Don't, don't squash that. And, and man, how great of an employee would that be for, you know, a dealer group? So uh, there's tons of opportunities out there. Some of the, some of the traits or some of the industries they were getting people from a lot of big surprise here, servers, hospitality industry, yep. re- restaurant. I was a server, Absolutely. right? It's like a lot of people I know. That was me. It, yep. Big surprise. Right. (laughs) And, but that, that's the point. Like we were just having a conversation about like consumers are going to do what they do. Um, that, that MPGE, guess what? Somebody that doesn't come from inside automotive is going to understand why that question's asked and maybe even ask the question like, Hey, what should we call it? And have some really good insight. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? I love the questions from those type of employees. Like as they're going through training, and they're like, why do we they do this? kind of scratch their head and look at you. They do the, you know, they do the, the, what I call the dog, which is like yeah. a look sideways. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and then you get to answer that better. And then you can answer that for everybody. Right. And so that becomes a question on your Google business places and it becomes a, a training question and, and all of that type of stuff. So, um, opportunities everywhere for sure. And which really, um, 
highlights what we're trying to do here with this show and with Automotive State of the Union is draw a really big circle around all the people in the industry, not just the top level, but all levels so we can learn, grow, innovate. We'll see you tomorrow for a nice Friday episode.